Well, it was Sweet 16 for the Townsville Fire as their 16th straight win culminated in a WNBL championship. Hello and welcome to the WNBL show. I'm Megan Hustrade and joining me for this championship edition of the show is the three-time coach of the year and now one-time championship coach, Shannon Seabom. Welcome, Shannon, and congratulations. Thanks, Megan. Happy to be here. I'm sure you've had a very happy few days since Wednesday night when you won game two at the State Basketball Centre. It's been incredible seeing what you guys have been up to and how your community has continued to paint the town orange. Tell us what the champions have been doing. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty flat out. Um, since arriving back, we had a you know a handful of people meet us at the airport, uh, which was really cool for the players. Um you know, the, the girls have spent a lot of time together. We've had a couple of different functions and, yeah, had a parade yesterday um, where basically, you know, we were driven through the through the town. Um, a lot of people sort of lined up on the streets and then, um, you know, everyone kind of gathered in the centre of the city there and, yeah, the, the mayor was there. It was actually really, really cool. It was great. I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but, yeah, it was a huge turnout, um, big reception for the girls, and it's yeah, it's been really, really exciting back here in town. It's worked out perfectly because you did want to win it in game two. You had to do that away from home, but you did have a good representation of supporters on Wednesday night, but then to get home and be able to celebrate it with the club and community, it's worked out perfectly. Yeah, it's been it's been unreal to be honest. Like couldn't even imagine what it would be like. Um, obviously having a heap of people there. Um, when we played Southside on their court the other night was great. And, um, you know, my family flew in and my kids were there and it was, yeah, it was a very special time. And obviously, you know, you never know what's going to happen in those games. So we're really happy to be able to get it done in two. And, yeah, to come home and just see, you know, how much, I guess, the fire and, um, you know, sport means to this community and the fact that we're able to win the championship and, and come home and celebrate it with everybody here and, yeah, yesterday was it was incredible. It was just a sea of orange out there. There was a lot of people. Um, and, you know, just I think to see, you know, the girls' faces as well and what it meant to them and, and just how, you know, how amazed they were with the whole spectacle yesterday was great too. When I interviewed Courtney Woods after game one in Townsville, she spoke about the support around the city and said that she felt a bit like a celebrity and that's how they should be treated. But um, it's been amazing. Just the scenes from the parade yesterday were incredible and um, it's what these girls deserve. They are first class um, athletes playing in the second best comp in the world. Yeah, they really are and they do deserve it. And I think that's the, you know, like the great thing I think this season across the league, I think attendances were up as far as I'm aware. And, you know, I think women's sport in general is starting to gain a lot more traction, um, not just in Australia, but globally. So I think it's a really exciting time to be involved with women's basketball in particular. And, um, you know, I think obviously we're so lucky in Townsville that we just have great support year round. So it's, you know, it's awesome for the players and I, I think it's great they're finally getting the recognition they deserve. So 16 in a row culminating in the title. So it was the most important win yet. But was it the biggest test you've had in that winning streak? Because you knew that Southside were going to come out firing on their home court and it took you a lot of work and a lot of grit and a lot of character to hold them off and go on and win it in two. Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, we tried to keep the win streak thing, you know, out the, you know, out of our minds and, and all those things. But definitely, um, that was the toughest game of the season. It was the most physical game of the season. You know, we knew Southside were going to come back out and, and give us everything they had. And, and they did that and 
to be honest, for you know small patches of the game. I wasn't wasn't worried we weren't going to win. We always felt pretty confident, but there were certainly times where you thought, oh, maybe this is going to go to game three and we're going to have to go home and, and those types of things. But I think in true um, Townsville Fire fashion this season, we, we found a way, you know, we got down five in that fourth quarter and things were looking a little bit rocky and, um, you know, our girls showed great grit and determination as they have all season long and um, we're able to find a way to sort of, you know, erase that deficit and then build a little lead of our own and hang on to it. So, you know, it was an awesome, awesome feeling to get it done. And, um, you know, I guess we showed that resolve that we have for the last, you know, two months or whatever it's been since we last lost. And it was your D, which has been such a highlight throughout the winning straight, but particularly over the last five or six weeks, you spoke about it at three-quarter time, about one quarter to go, but you really leant back on your defence in that last quarter to get the job done. Yeah, we did. And it was probably, you know, I think we've been a lot better offensively this year than defensively, which um, for, te- you know, for my teams, I suppose that's not common. I think we've been a lot better defensively in my time here in Townsville than the other side of the ball. But, um, you know, it took a lot of work this year and a lot of effort. Um, and particularly that last two months of the season, we spent a lot of time at, at practice um, drilling down on that. So we had confidence going into the finals that we were going to be able to get it done at the, on that side of the ball. And um, I think, you know, our last five or six games of the season really showed that. You picked two absolute beauties in your imports this year, Tiana Hawkins and Carly Samuelson. Tiana, a top five finish in the Susie Bakovic medal. She wins the Rachel Spawn medal for grand final MVP. How much of a joy has she been to coach and have around the program, but also in terms of what she's bought? at both ends of the court? Oh, look, you know, I can't speak highly enough of both of them. They've been amazing, um, you know, but I guess Tiana, like, she is a pro's pro. You know, she's just, with all of her experience and time in the WNBA, and I think, you know, the the biggest thing is obviously her role in the WNBA is very different to the one she played with us, but I think she learned, you know, she obviously learned to, you know, take that lead role by the end of the season. But I think even speaking to her, I was talking to her yesterday and just how much she values like the Kate Gazers of the world that were on our team that maybe didn't play as much, but they have that role that she has in Washington. Um, you know, she loves those guys and and I think she's just grown um, in leaps and bounds in terms of how she fit in with us and, and our team and obviously how she played as well. She had a slow start to the season and I think once she sort of found her confidence and found her groove in our league, you know, she showed that she's the best player in the comp. And, um, you know, I just can't speak highly enough of her as a basketballer, but more so as a person. She's just an unbelievable person to be around every day. Um, I think my relationship with her has grown so much across the season and um, we've grown very close. And I just, you know, it's going to be sad to see her go home in a couple of days. And now the trick's going to be trying to get her back. So, you know, we'll be working on that. Um, I'm sure she's going to get a lot of big offers overseas and things in Europe and and everything, but we hope that she loved her time here and we can get her back again next year. I think the first thing there, Shannon, is we've got to get Emmanuel um, enrolled in school in Townsville and you've got connections in the school, so I think that might be the first step to re-signing it. Every every championship has so many storylines. You've got so many amazing ones, Steph Reid and her incredible rise at Townsville under your mentorship. And then you mentioned Gazy, Kate Gaze and Shyla, who were doing very different things in round one and in the last game of the season played in a championship. Michaela Roof, one of the re- recruits of the season, a double-double in the grand final. And we're going to talk to Zatina Okuso shortly, but it's 
Um, important to remember in round three, she had a broken foot. So to come back from that injury, let alone play her role throughout the finals, has been incredible. Yeah, definitely. Look, and we've had a lot of um, heroes step up along the way. You know, like we've had different contributors at different times. You know, you mentioned Kate and Shyla and Shyla had a big game in the, you know, grand final series as well. And um, Courtney Woods did that. Zatina's done it. Lara McSpadden stepped up and won us a game against Southside earlier in the season. So, um, you know, we've had a lot of different contributors and I think that's the reason we were able to be so successful is that, you know, the depth and the the players that have been here for a while that have put the work in and, you know, and really improved their game so they are ready for those moments. But, you know, Zatina obviously breaking her foot um, at the start of the season was a big loss for us. And I, I thought, you know, the work she'd put in in the preseason, I thought she was primed, her mindset was really good and she was primed to have probably a career year and that obviously derailed that a little bit. But, you know, to see her be able to bounce back from that, come back in and, you know, once she found her feet, we didn't lose another game. So, um, you know, she was a massive part of it and she's someone that I still think has a lot of levels to go up in her career and hopefully in her time in Townsville. And, um, you know, she needs to have a big off-season this, you know, this next six months and I think she'll be able to come back and cement herself as the premier big in the league. Hear, hear. Now, before the season, before the um, 22-23 season, you'd never beaten Southside Shannon. You did them 5-0 in WFL 23. Yeah. It's an incredible sweep. Obviously, the series in the home and away season and then to win the grand final 2-zip. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, it was great. And obviously, like, there's a bit made of that and I'd never beaten Southside before. And, you know, that it's a credit to them. You know, they've had fantastic teams and Cheryl's done a fantastic job with them the last four years. And, um, you know, obviously, this year just something clicked for us and we're able to for whatever reason, we matched up really well with them. We were able to play well against them and, um, you know, and sweep that series. But it was, you know, I think, um, you know, we showed all season that we, we obviously lost a couple of games early on and, and had a couple of streaks there. We lost two in a row. But once we found our feet, we were playing great basketball and were tough to beat. And it just so happened that we met them in the grand final and we were able to keep that thing going. So I'm very happy that we, we did that and hopefully we keep that going for a few more years. So you win your first WNBL championship as a coach and you join an incredible list of coaches to win championships as a, a young coach early in their career. Have you had time within um, the last few hectic days to reflect on what it means to now have that ring? Yeah, look, it's it hasn't really sunk in, to be honest. It's been, it's been so flat out since we got home and we've, you know, we've celebrated it and all those things, but I think the next couple of weeks I'll It'll be a bit more quiet. I'll have a chance to sit down. I'm sure it'll probably hit me then. But it's, you know, I'm I'm really blessed, I think, to be in the position that I'm in. And as you said, at the age that I'm at, to have had all of these different experiences, not just in the WNBL, but coaching in general. And, um, you know, it's it, it's been a, a, you know, a very humbling experience, um, you know, and I, I hope that there's many more to come, but it's, you know, I'm certainly going to enjoy this one and I think it's one of those things that don't happen very often. And, um, yeah, as I said, I'm just blessed to be in this position to work at this club and to coach the players that I do is um, is amazing and I, I certainly don't take it for granted. Well, the Townsville Fire are blessed to have you. I'm sure the championships are going to happen a bit more often, that's for sure. So deserving, Shannon. Congrats to you and the whole organisation. You've got a big um, celebration coming up today, so enjoy that. And congratulations again on an incredible campaign. Yeah, thank you so much. And, Megan, thanks again for everything you do for women's basketball too. I think you're, you, know, you do such a great job of covering the sport and 
you know, immersing yourself in it and, and the players and telling their stories and, you know, we're very lucky to have them. Thank you, Shannon. You'll make me cry again. I've cried a lot the last <laughs> few days. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. Thanks heaps. One of the great stories of Townsville's championship is that of Zatina Okuso. She had a broken foot early in the season, recovered from that injury to play a part in the title, and she joins us today. Welcome, Z. Congratulations on the chip. Thank you. Thank you very much. How does it feel to be a championship player? feels amazing. I think uh, it's been a long season. We face a lot of adversity, and I think it's bittersweet to have come, um, come out with the win. You faced adversity yourself. You broke your foot in the warm-up in round two. What's it been like to get back on court and then be able to contribute the way you have off the bench? Oh, it's been amazing. I think I started off a little bit rusty, but um, I think that's always going to happen coming off injuries. But um, I'm really happy with the outcome and um, how, I, how I performed. How much confidence does Shannon give you in the way he coaches and the system around you and, and the teammates that you've got in this fire team? Yeah, I think he gives me a lot of trust. Any any time he puts me in, um, when when we need um, scores and energy, I think I feel very confident when he when he when he puts me on. Then and what's it been like at training? Because I think the real MVP is you. Everyone talks about Tiana, but someone's got to match up on her at practice, right? Yeah. Well, it's not even me. It's Michaela Roof. But when I when we do get the mismatch and me and Hawkey are going at it, it's always good fun. We're always um, giving each other a bit of banter. And how close has this group been? Because we know you've loved to spend time together off the court and that chemistry certainly played a part on the court. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really rare to find a team where everyone always wants to hang out with each other and are genuinely happy for each other and care about each other. I think it's really rare and I think Shannon's done a really good job of finding um, good people. Tell us a bit about the celebrations. We know you won game two on the road, but you did have um, a good representation of Fire fans at the State Basketball Centre. Take us through what's been happening from Thursday when you arrived home through to oh. today. Um, I mean, we had our um, we had a bunch of fans come to the airport and that was really nice. It was a nice surprise for the girls to um, come out the, the doors at the airport and see a lot of Fire fans there. Um, and then Friday we had our silly... Silly Friday, um, and we did White Lies, and that was really fun. And then, what did we Saturday? What did we do Saturday? Saturday, we went to a Cowboys game. The Cowboys um, got us a box, and that was really fun going to the to their game. They got the win. And then on Sunday, we had our parade. And the parade, I think, is the highlight so far for me. Um, it was amazing to see the whole the whole community come out, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. They're amazing, aren't they, the community? Like they've got behind you as they always do, but the way the businesses have, you know, decorated the shops and the streets and I was up there for game one, it was amazing. And then to put on the parade for you, it was just incredible. And you're being treated like the rock stars you are. Oh, absolutely. They they um, they treat us well and we're so grateful. And um, for them to paint the town orange, it was amazing. It was really cool. So on to NBL1 now, Z. when are you off? Um, we have Opal's camp coming up soon. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. And then off to Mount Gambia after that. And hopefully you can have a great NBL one campaign and who knows, maybe Asia cup. Is that, that your next sort of goal? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, everyone always wants to make sure they can achieve the elite levels and be on the elite team. So it's definitely one of my goals and, um, yeah, well, I'll work towards it. And just finally, Z, you've had the cutest fans um, follow you right around this season. Tell us a bit about your family because 
they are the cutest kids and they love Arnie Z more than anything. Yeah, my family are number one. Um, without my family, I wouldn't be able to be the person I am today and um, push through all the things that I've been through. And, um, yeah, I'm just really grateful that I have a loving and supporting family. got to give the kids a shout-out. Oh, yeah. Mila, Jericho, Winter. There's too many. Winter. <sighs> Mateo. I love you guys and thank you so much for always being there for me and letting me be the best auntie I can be. You're a good auntie, Zay. You're a good player as well. You're a championship player now. So well-deserved. Congratulations on your season. You showed so much resilience and grit to come back from that injury within a season and you played a huge role in the title. Thanks for joining us today and enjoy the rest of the celebration. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, joining me in the studio this week is really the player of the WNBL final series from the Southside Flyers. She's also the acting captain. Hello, Beth Cole. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming in. I know it's it's not always a fun few days after losing a grand final, but it's been an incredible season. So thank you for coming in. No worries at all. Like you said, obviously it's uh hurts the heart a little bit mm. for a few days, but I think uh the Flyers, we definitely did some amazing things this season and I think you have to reflect on the positives and the good things in order to get through what yeah. has just happened. Because <laughs> it's a long, it's a long season. You've had, like, you had three games in your semi. Like, I, I don't think that can be underestimated, like how tough physically, mentally, the rivalry with Boomers coming back after a loss in game two to win the series. Like that would have been taxing. And then you're on a flight to Townsville the next morning. Exactly. I think people probably underestimate like the emotional, Mm. um, I guess, part that it takes out of you because, of course, it's all physical and like you said, it's a long season. So coming to finals, you're pretty much just running on adrenaline and energy like to play those 40 minutes and then the rest you're like, oh, my God, how am I doing this? But, you know, Versus Melbourne Boomers, us being the crosstown rivals, absolutely amazing. Like went to game three, won by a point. That's almost like you won a championship in in that context. So it is. Takes it out of you and then you're like, oh, okay, no, that's in the past now. We've got to go back up and go to Townsville. So it is a crazy time. That 11.30 a.m. flight to Townsville. But it would have, did you sleep on the flight? You would have been cooked from the night before, <laughs> were you? Or were you? No, I was cooked, but I'm wired. Like, you. Yeah. I think even that night. There's you, no Wi-Fi on that flight either. No, no. <laughs> I was just staring at the blank wall being like, okay, what, what do we have to get done next game? <laughs> <laughs> um, what about your final series? Uh, it was It was one of the best things of the final series. It was like, and I know we spoke about this, like, personally, not professionally, but, you know, earlier in the year, maybe in your swimming pool, talked about, <laughs> you know, when when you're in a team where there's so many weapons and there's so many people that are scoring and doing things and it was like you had to sort of find this new facilitator role and then Amy Rochi gets injured and you suddenly, you're a leader anyway, but you're the captain with the title. And so you play a different role, a really important but different role during the home and away season. But then it's like it was your time the game needed someone to step up in the semis and it was you. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously we lost LJ in that game and it sort of, you know, it disrupts, but in a sense it's sort of good it happened then so the girls could get a few games to be like, okay, how do we play 
without the presence of LJ. And then obviously, you know, we lost Amy, who's, you know, our leader on court and a great point guard who can and facilitate. Rotation. Yeah, ma- like massive. Um, so losing her early also sucked, obviously. And then, um, you know, uh, Kayla down the track with her ankle. Mm. So it was like, okay, the dynamic shifted. And you know me, I love pressure situations. I love an atmosphere. I'm passionate and, you know, I'm a vet now. So I feel like I was pretty cool, calm and collected. And I was like, okay, need to keep this group together because a lot of stuff has happened and we need to push through and get it done. And, um, you know, I'm super glad that I was able to, you know, do what I can do and I guess um, step up. But I think at the end of the day, I would have preferred to play shit and won a championship. But, um, you know, I guess like you said, individually, it was great to, you know, come through as a team role player and then step up when my team needed me and whatever that was, defense, offense, um, just being, you know, vocal, whatever that was, you the know. Flex. Yeah. <laughs> you had me at the flex in game one of the semifinal. I thought, oh, no. I know. Saw you do it on the baseline. I went, uh-oh, this spells trouble. I know. When it's a single pump, you know it's good. But yeah. when the double oh, pumps are there. It was over. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but take me through. So it's a different season in terms of like um, scoring output. But it was just there was someone had to step up in the semis and it was you, right? So, like, how have you kept yourself ready to go when it's your time for you to soar and you did it? Because, I mean, you mentioned you're a vet, like, and you are, but it still takes a lot of mental strength to be ready to go in the moment. Yeah, I think, you know, during the season it was hard. I'm not going to sit here and say Mm. it was easy to – um, you know, like have a massive role change, I guess, from the past four seasons. But I also want to win a championship. So, okay, let's get it done. Like I don't, you know, I don't care at the end of the day. But I think for me, I just love finals time. It's it's so hard to get to a final, mm. let alone win one. And, you know, for me, we were lucky we had uh, three Melbourne games. So to have, you know, our home crowd uh, be able to come with us to the uh, the boom box and, you know, you have your family, your friends. Um, and I think also you just get to a point where I believe in my abilities and what I can do and I know I can produce when the time comes. And for me, I had to step up and lead my team. So I'm glad it happened. I can't really say I don't know what it is to be like, yep, you know, you turn it on and let's go. I just think I knew we had some players down and it was like, okay, this is my time. I, I have to lead this team and you know, I hope I did it to the best of my ability and I just want to help my team however I can. You did. And I think it's just being a pro. It's it's not being like, oh, I'm a pro athlete. It's just being a professional. Yeah. You know, I think it's um it's incredible what you did. And it like throughout wins and losses in a semifinal series. I mean, you nearly got your team over the line in, in game two last Wednesday night tell me about the atmosphere because like you guys started on fire and you wanted to and you needed to and you spoke to me about that after game one (laughs) so let's talk about the start first of all was there big emphasis on a strong start yeah had to be like you go back and you watched game one against Townsville and the shots they made were actually super hard it was like Samuelson on a step back three um Reedy on a step back three I think Hawkins on a three and it was just like oh, you just shot yourself in the foot, but they were hard. So it was just like, we can't, we changed a few defensive um, tactics. Mm. And I think that definitely helped. And we all knew we have to come 
from the get-go and we have to throw the first punch. We can't let them just get it easy because mm. they're a quality team. You know, you, they sort of get 10 points up and it sort of, you know, goes away and we need to stay cool, calm and collected. But it's a shame. I actually watched the game back the day after. Don't ask oh. me why I bloody did that. But I think it was more like, you know, you know that emoji? Spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Insert here the one. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, Did you is there more I could it? have done? Yeah, oh. I just had to look back and, you know, there was a time I saw Shannon and I think Shannon is an incredible coach, but I think we had Shannon going for a second there and um, it was in the last three minutes that we lost that game and mm. it's sad to you know, watch that back and see that. But, um, you know, hopefully it's like everyone grows from their learning situations. Yeah. And like I said, obviously that stings. Can't can't keep looking at that, but what a bloody crowd we had, oh, you know. they were so good. They were so good. Yeah. And you know what? I don't reckon they get enough credit because it, there's always like bells and whistles about around certain crowds like, oh, they've got the best crowd and like, you know, whatever. Everyone's got great crowds, guys. Like, <laughs> yes. But we have to give them credit. They showed up. Like, you've had some Wednesday night games in there. Mm -hmm. It is tough. Like, that was 6.30 at the State Basketball Centre. That is a hard time to draw a crowd for, a dis you know, would, what was a deciding grand final for you? And they showed up. Like, they have shown up. 100%. And I've said it before. Like, having LJ was amazing you know, to put more bums on seats. And I was actually very interested to see once she got injured, will our fans still want to come? And it was so great they did. And I was like, it's a credit to, you know, women's sport in general and the fly gals in the, you know, the basketball that we produce on the mm. court. I think we have a very entertaining team where, you know, mm. we're passionate, we're feisty, but we also play a really fun brand of basketball. So I think for me that was almost something really special is that they stayed. They, they didn't leave and they supported us um, through till the end. And, you know, it was amazing. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was sick of hearing those bloody cowbells <laughs> from Townsville, but it's credit to... And they to, were even in Melbourne. It's I'm, like you got those through security. I know, and but... I can't even get my dry shampoo through security <laughs> on a WNBL road trip. They got the bells in. I know, but it's just a credit to, I think, our... You know, our league is elevating and people are wanting to come and travel to, mm. you know, w watch their teams play. And I think that's absolutely awesome. But, you know, having a f full packed out arena, um, you know, it is another player on the court. And, you know, sometimes it does help you get that extra bit of drive or, you know, get that win at the end of the game. How about the airlines? We saw you put the flights up. They put the flights up as soon as, you know, game two in Melbourne. So respect to those Townsville fans who, you know, paid a packet <laughs> to come. Um, you talk about fans, you know, coming when LJ was playing, like she was the major attraction, like this is like Luna Park or something. <laughs> but they kept coming. They kept coming. i got two names for you, sis, Billy and Danny. I know. It's incredible. Even at the uh, grand final series, I think, is it is it Mick Manning as well, the Collingwood? Oh, Mick Malthouse. Mick Malthouse, yeah. sorry. I, um, yeah. You know me, I'm a soccer gal, yeah, not yeah. an AFL. Yeah. But having, <laughs> having such big names and, of course, you know, credit helps like Jerry is a very well-connected person. But, yeah, they come once just to see what it is. But the fact they kept coming back, you're like, wow, how exciting. And we had uh, Brendan Favola as yeah. well, you know, um, with his girls on the baseline. And it's like, how cool is that? Like five years ago you weren't seeing that at a WNBL game. No. And now you're seeing like huge celebrities that I would see when I go to an NBL game sitting right. courtside. I'm not seeing that when I'm coming to a WNBL game, but 
And mind you, in one turner, like respect that you've come out there in peak hour traffic. Exactly. exactly. It's not Saturday night at JCA. <laughs> no, especially in Melbourne, dear Lord, like any yeah. any uh, freeway you're going on, respect everyone respect. coming out. Respect. But amazing. Absolutely amazing. And have I had a chat with Billy after the John Kane um, Arena game and that was the first time I spoke to him and like he's just such a bloody nice guy mm. and had, you know, such good wise words to tell everyone. And that's why I love meeting new people in the sporting world because you, you just be a sponge and you can soak up knowledge from other people because at the end of the day, yes, it's different sports. They're not going to be telling you tactics, but how you hand, handle certain situations yeah. or, you know, all that stuff. It's uh, it's really bloody cool. It's been so good. Um, what about Cheryl? Like she is, you talk about you being calm, cool, calm and collected. I don't think I've ever gone to one of her timeouts in my career and she's ever been close to losing it. Like does that have like do you do you agree like she doesn't no it doesn't take much you know she's just very you know we're all right here the message is very consistent is that an energy that does you know play onto you guys when you are in different situations and you're not coming in and being blasted by her yeah I think that goes back to she was my head coach at under 19 World Cup with the gems and she wasn't like that then like that's been Cheryl since you know, day one. Mm. On an odd occasion, if we're playing bloody terrible, you know, at halftime, we oh, might yeah, hear a she, little bit. Yeah, she won't but do it in the time out though. You know, that is her. She's she's real chill. She's calm. And, you know, I think maybe with our team this season, it was probably good. And we had a few, you know, older people. So while the assistant coaches and her are talking, it's, you know, it's it's me or maybe it's Kayla or Amy, you know, mm. we're saying something that's probably more like yeah, and fiery. That's true. And then, you know, you get her calm message to be like, it's all good. Here we go again. Mm. And I'm also, I think times have changed. Like I don't think really coaches are yelling at anyone anymore. Like that's how I grew up and I bloody loved it, to be honest. But, uh, you know, it instills something in you. But, um, you know, she's a pro. She's been around for ages. Mm. So it's, um, I'm not surprised that when it gets to the big moment, she's been in finals. I, yeah, I so probably many. couldn't even tell you how many that so many. like she knows what to do when it gets to that yeah. stage. And also, you know, a lot of people talk about this year, flies are stacked, yada yada. You had three season-ending injuries and replaced one player, um, which was Mon for Dallas. But it can't be easy coaching a team that does have a lot of egos, you know, and that's not a negative <laughs> reflection. No. It's a lot of professional world-class players mm-hmm. um, and players that have achieved things on the biggest stage. So I'm sure it hasn't been an easy job at times either trying to, you know, make sure everyone gets a look and everyone's happy and and then, yeah, things like the injuries and, you know, you have a crowd record-breaking night and LJ gets injured in the first 90 seconds. Like, there's been a lot. Yeah. I think, you know, as well, she's gone from Opals to this, Opals so back, and it's like, that would just be a lot in general. Like we're tired after a season. Coaches are the same. It's, you know, we do the same thing. It's just a little bit different. But I think that, you know, we do have a lot of people uh, in our team that, you know, we have big personalities yeah. or like you said, we're, we're a stacked team. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's I think people don't give enough credit to it's hard to make everyone happy. Like that's not an easy thing to do. Sorry, these nails. I don't know what to do with them. Uh, (laughs) Tell me you're in postseason. Right. And it's, it's not an easy thing to make everyone happy. And 
I think, you know, a bit of credit needs to go to making a team that is stacked of that caliber to work well together because yeah. it could easily not, it can easily blow up. Yeah. You know, we you've seen it happen in other teams. Yeah. And also out of the four seasons that we've been in the WNBL, we've made it to three grand finals. So at the end of the day, I think some credit has to go to all of us to, you know, your roles are changing or you're just getting through or, you know, she's got to help a certain player out at this time. I think uh, probably not enough credit is due to, agree. <laughs> to I, make it all work. <laughs> no, nah, I agree for sure. And I think too, like um, you mentioned the adjustment, you know, with losing LJ and it, it just cracked me up literally the night went that she went down and people were like, oh, well, the Southside Flyers, they're done. And I'm like, have you seen the roster? Like, really? Are you going to ride off that team? But it's a huge adjustment losing her and her aura and probably the intimidation factor that she probably doesn't realise she has on people. But, you know, people are matching up against her that I'm playing on Lauren Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, that's someone you looked up to right? and now you're... You're trying to guard her. Yeah. Trying yeah. <laughs> to guard her. You know, there's... There's been a lot happen. It has. And I think like say for me, when we lost her, for me, it was similar to say when we played with Liz Cambage. Mm. Where you play sort of one style when they're on the floor. Yeah. And then when they you know, they get the sub or they're in foul trouble, you play a different brand. You know, it's a bit quicker, it's up and down. And so for me, I was like, girls, we're fine. Like we we're still winning games. It, it's just an adjustment now. To having played with LJ and how we play with her. Mm. Um, now, we, you know, we have a few games to, to get back into, you know, how we play when she's off the court. Yep. So it's something where you have to let your team know we're fine because you can listen to the media, you can listen to other fans say, you know. Or as Maddie Rochie says, the internet. Yeah, <laughs> the internet. But, you you know, you have to have belief. Like you said, we have a stacked team. It's it's anyone's given day. It's um, and that's what's so special mm. about playing on a team like that. But, um, yeah, for me, I was glad. Sort of, I had had that experience with such a big inside presence for when they're not on, or and you know, unfortunately, LJ got an injury. Okay, we're good. We just need to go play this style of basketball that we're all good with, and we still made it to a grand final. Yes. So, and I think again, like credit needs to be given to that because particularly that hub season with Liz, it was the same thing. Like, oh, they've got Liz, they're gonna win you know, mm-hmm. but Liz got in foul trouble. Um, all those things that happen, um, she got in early foul trouble in the grand final and Leilani stepped up. You know, you played a smaller type of ball in that 2020 grand final. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, all these perceptions and <laughs> the internet is uh, is very interesting, but incredible record for the Flyers. You know, you've, what did you say, four years, three grand finals? Correct. So you've never played in the finals and not made the grand finals. So that's that's incredible. Obviously, two grand final series in there and then a standalone in the hub. Mm-hmm. So it's you've built very successful foundations in, you know, the early years of this new organization. Yeah. And I think also that's due to, you know, Jerry Ryan. Like he actually believes in women's basketball and he's been able to create this very professional team. Like coming from, I guess, you know, five, ten years ago, what clubs were doing, other clubs have a hundred percent you know, risen and they're just as professional, but it's, you know, you get in and it's all about, you know, you're shooting or doing an indie with a coach. You have two hours of team training. You know, now we're getting catered for lunch. Like that wasn't mm. a bloody thing. You know, then we go lift and then we get treatment and it's like, 
oh, all right, let's go home and go in my compression boots, make dinner, go to bed. And it's it's amazing that, you know, we're out of, we're able to hoop for a living, but we're mm. getting, you know, treated so, so well. And that's, you know, that's not going to happen at every club. It's an, a credit to Jerry Ryan mm. and how much he supports the WNBL in general, but, um, you know, obviously, especially Southside Flyers being our owner. Yeah. And like going back to when Dandenong got the license, I mean, mm. Tracy Browning, your GM was the first captain of Dandenong and she, you know, initiated that relationship with Jerry and Jayco out at Dandenong. So it's been incredible, you know, right through Dandenong's history and championships in amongst that through to the Flyers. So um, what's next? Do you have a break and then NBL one? Yes, having a little break. Um, I think it's important for the physical and mental. I'll still hit the gym because, you know, I love the gym. You're a bit cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well, I'm going on a holiday. So, of oh, course, good. the bikinis are out. Yeah. You've got to be looking good. Yeah. Got to be looking fly. So, now I'll have a few. I think I have about three weeks off. So, um, and then I go back and I've uh, with the Waverley Falcons yeah. for the NBL one season. Carly playing? Carly is playing. I'm not sure if she's playing for the whole season or not. To yeah. be honest, I haven't really spoken about it. We haven't really got to NBL yeah. 1 yet. No <laughs> offence. Uh, tune into the NBL 1 show soon though. But, um, yeah. yeah, but I love playing with Carly. We have such a good 1-2 oh. game. Like yeah. it's, I love that chick. She's a bloody weapon and, um, yeah, can't wait to get back on the court with her and be a falcon. I like to stay up in the air apparently You're with bird, my team names. Yeah. And what about next season? Have you... Are you signed? Are you re-signing? Are you, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, so I finished my uh, two-year deal at yep. Flyers. So I think there's a fair few of us um, besides maybe the young guns who joined mm. our team this year. So, um, you know, have a bit of time off and mm. refresh and then I guess uh, all the talks start yeah. again. So uh, hashtag watch this hashtag space. Hashtag free agency. Well, it starts 21 days after, so after the grand final. So yeah. it's, uh, it's going to be on. There's already a lot of talk you know doing the rounds you know I love a bit of is that really I'm the opposite I have like no idea what's going on I'm in like bloody la la land being like ah let me just like (laughs) sit in sit in my couch chair for a while and not think about anything but yeah anyway so it's an interesting time and yeah I'm excited to see for me what's going to happen but also yeah the league yeah, well, I mean, we've made some big strides this season, but I think it's it's what we do next, isn't it? I know. I just want the league to go up because, mm-hmm. you know, I th- think when you speak about the national team players and stuff, if someone was in chatty, I would love everyone to be like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. Oh, my God, they're the captain of the Opals. Or, oh, my God, that's the point guard. You know, they want to get photos and it's like people don't, know that yeah. and that makes me sad because I'm like the growth that women's sport has had in other sports mm. has been amazing and I would just love basketball to go with it and you know we've obviously taken levels up from you know when Timsey was playing and Robin Ma and all that so obviously it's getting there but we need to elevate more we need to get further to stay with those other sports mm. and um, you know at the end of the day you want to leave the league how you f- you know better than you found it so yeah I'm not leaving yet. I was just saying, um, you know. <laughs> but um, just on that, and I don't want to talk too much orange in case it's a little bit triggering. No, nah, um, okay. You know, we, we, um, 
spoke to Courtney Woods after game one, I think, and um, and she was talking about how, you know, they'd been painting the town orange and all this kind of thing in the lead up to game one and someone recognised her in the street and she said she felt like a celebrity and we've seen, you know, they had a parade and they got greeted at the airport and, yeah, like it's a regional city so it's a smaller, mm-hmm. like, pool of people. But you must look at those kind of things and we saw it when Bendigo won their titles yeah. and all that sort of stuff, like, that's what we want, like, and that's what you talked about, right, with Chatty and stuff. Like, that's how you should be received and viewed. Like, do you see that even though it's Townsville and just think, oh, like, that's great? Yeah, of course. I wish I was, you know, in a p- parade being like, yeah, yeah well, Jeff Chip. But, with um, the cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> Hot pink one, like GP at our functions. Yeah. Um, but you you have to give credit. It's amazing. Like you said, it's regional. So, like, mm. everyone gets mm. around it and, that's what's so great about regional teams. But, you know, the fact um, Courtney Wood said, you know, she's walking down the street and they're like, you know, that's Courtney, oh, my God, plays for the fire. Like that's sick. Yeah. That, that That's where it's gotten to, especially in Townsville. And, you know, I was interested, game one, it was like there was a, the Cowboys were playing. Mm. And I was like, oh, I wonder if people will even rock up. But they did. They, you know, got they drunk bust, and then and they, they bust. <laughs> they bust them. Like that's. I love that. Yeah. You know, they were presented at the Cowboys game on Saturday, like with the trophy and goes back to what we were saying about Billy and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, you know, what really pisses me off is like when it's always in March, when it's like March madness in um, Melbourne, because there's so many things on and it's always the same picture on the front page of the Herald Sun. And it's, you know, a horse for the all-star mile. It's AFL men's starting, it's netball starting. We are never in that photo. Yeah. And it is so annoying because that's our business end of the year. And like this year we had two Melbourne teams in the finals. Where is our bet Cole in that photo? Yeah. So I want to see next March we are represented in that photo because why aren't we in the conversation? 100%. And it's, you know, there's, we've had a few, we've been in the Herald Suns, mm. but it's not with the pack. You know, so it's, it's, it's great. We're getting, yes, it's great. We're getting that because that wasn't happening a couple of years ago, but also why are we not with the rest of the Melbourne pack? You know, we need to be in there and it it does, like you say, pisses you off that you're not included in that when we're in our finals and it's so exciting at this point. Whereas you go to the fire and, you know, I'm walking down this, the strand and you see stuff everywhere. They're in the paper and, you know, personally I'm like, but so amazing for them and and you know again like and and also I want to like um shout out all the media so like Townsville Bulletin like front page back page winners posters bloody everything you know all those um local media that cover their teams but also what about the content creators and the photographers like this season like how many were there at game two like heaps so many and like you guys get tagged in them as you should like the videos the photos like it's what you deserve but a lot of those people aren't paid they are doing it for the greater good of the WNBL and the athletes um and they don't get much out of it so thank you for all the work you do because you are producing important content right like amen and not every club has enough say budget yeah to you know hire someone for content creation yeah. or you know they might have them but it's only really for game day and you know or maybe they're an intern or something but like you said these professionals you know they're coming and they were so excited they're like yeah Coley I'll tag you like yes. you know what's your handle 
blah, blah, blah. And you're like sick because they produce such good content oh. and, you know, you, you want the world to see it. You want everyone. That helps as well with everyone yeah. knowing that the WNBL is here. Yes. And because these people are professionals and creatives. So they're bringing literally their own lens on this stuff and, you know, they don't get anything out of it. So I see all of you and we thank you we thank for you. all your work. Round of applause. Round of applause. Any, do you want to do any more thank yous? Because it's the last episode. Like, do you want to do any like final words or um, like any thank yous? I want to thank my mum and my dad because I love them so much. They flew to Townsville. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Flies Yeah, because it, it was your birthday. We had. Yeah, that was a grim, grim, we had, <laughs> grim, a grim start to your birthday, wasn't yep. it? Uh, Daniel, thanks for uh, putting up with me because I look think. look forward to I'm, seeing him again over the next few Yeah, months. right. This, maybe I'll see you around. Uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> not my partner, just my housemate, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, who I th think thanks to the the fly gals, I think you know that was tough what we did, but so proud of us to get to the, um, you know the grand final and push through. And thanks to the flyers fans who yeah. bloody you know they showed up time and time again. I think all the volunteers as well. Yes. Like there's there's beyond so many volunteers, so many, and ga game day wouldn't happen without those people and then of course you know the floor wipers <sighs> they're cute we yeah. are going to get a sponsorship with co <laughs> let's do it seriously and then of course all the the staff and team managers and 100% for me physios masseuse love them mm. um but for all clubs not just not just flyers like yeah. everyone who's involved in getting this league up and running Big thanks to you. Seriously, because at every club and you see it when you go, you know, in what is interstate for me to other states and, you know, there's, it's not full of resources, you know, it, a lot of people are doing a lot of things, you know, um, putting up, you know, infrastructure and just doing all the things that hasn't changed about this league. So we see you and we hope you have a good rest. Yeah, you, you bloody deserve it. That's for sure. <laughs> and respect to you, Rebecca Cole, because, you know, you didn't have to come in today. Like you can just close, shut up shop and say, nah, we, we lost and no thanks. No internet. No, yeah. Right. Nah, you know me. It's, uh, you have to think after I give myself a couple of days to be yeah. angry and pissed off and then you have to get on with it because you worrying about that isn't going to help your future self. So happy to come in and chat. Well, I haven't chatted to you on, on the show all season. Oh, so no, I haven't really seen you. Oh, I've, no, I have seen you. That's no, all right. We see each other yeah. a little bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe at the very Townsville. start. <laughs> yeah, maybe, mainly at Townsville. And I want to say thanks to all our guests because, you know, again, like you guys aren't just full-time elites like people have come on here you know I've asked people with a minute's notice sometimes <laughs> and they come on in between practice and time differences and study and work and babies and amen but you know you help support us and you've been there from day dot so I think a lot of us want to give li back literally to, day dot yeah so I think also a lot of us <laughs> want to you know give back to you and it's it's always fun chatting on the microphone oh, it is thanks everyone we got here in the end didn't just, we? Yeah. You just dory. Just keep swimming. We always keep swimming. Keep swimming. Um, and I know that you were the victim of 15 and 16, but gosh, it's pretty crazy that Townsville finished the season on 16 wins. I mean, no one really saw this coming. No. I mean, a winning streak of that length. I know. I, know. I really thought we were going to get them just like 
they had beaten us all those yeah. all those games, but I'm like they're due to lose one. And just like boomers. Always one clo- one win closer to a loss. Right. And then like boomers, they were able Thought to get one to win, win, you yeah. know, and I was like, yeah, that's going to be us. You know who takes the credit for the winning streak? It's no one from Townsville. It's Steph Talbot. You know, their what? last loss to Adelaide on like January 5 or 6 or something. So Talbot is like, every, you're welcome, Townsville. Yeah. Sorry, everybody else. Right. <laughs> Literally it was the day. So Sarah had 41 against Melbourne yeah. on the Wednesday night. The Thursday night, Adelaide beat Townsville by 30. First week of January, never yeah. never lost again. Oh. Yeah. Well, when you lose by 30, it does something to you, you did know? It, yeah. She did something. And shout out to Talbot. So I hope uh, she's recovering she from that. Oh, it's never fun. Makes you feel sick when someone does that. But when you've been through it, haven't yeah, you? She's a pro. So shout out Talbot. Hope you're yeah. healthy and your yeah, road to recovery is uh, well. Might finish with a Stelbs story because um, that, season that we were in the hub and we spent a lot of time at the Ville and we had the season, the captain's day or something at the Ville before the season and went up to the quarter deck and, you know, had a feed. I ordered a margarita pizza and I don't want tomato slices on it. Oh, yeah, no. Really? I don't, I don't like cooked tomato. No, yeah. I don't want that on there. Well, Stelbert was perplexed <laughs> by it, right? So this has been going on for two years and um, game, was it game one, I think? Or it might have been, no, it was, must have been game one of the semifinals and um, against Perth and I, you know, crossed the road from the Ville. I thought it would be rude not to. It would also be rude not to send a picture to Stalbert and, uh, and she says, I, I knew when you sent me a video exactly what it was and tomato belongs <laughs> on margaritas. And I, refu- I disagree with you, Stalbert, on that. I know you're an all-star at a World Cup, but you're wrong. But I'm an all-star pizza eater, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Margarita's for life, but Cole, here's to 2024. Woo. Oh, yeah, Woo. Jesus. Just get me through 2023 first. Jeez, let's think about that later. But thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming for the last episode, Bet Cole. Pleasure. And let's go and have Treasure. a mad Monday. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Some pizzas. Amen, sister. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>